0: Did I tell you that when, um, so we had to like do a virtual graduation and um, apparently, so I knew that the professors were all like preparing to say something about the students, but then mm-hmm. as I was attending, then the students got the opportunity to say something back and I was like, oh fuck, I didn't prepare for
1: this. <sighs> That's the worst.
0: Yeah, I know. So like as everyone else was going, I was trying to like think of what to say and so well... I didn't say anything. I was just like, oh, yeah, this is, like, it went so fast, and I'm so grateful. Like, what I said was stupid. Mm -hmm. But anyways, we all had to, like, submit a picture of ourselves for them to, like, scroll throughout um, the graduation. So I submitted a picture of myself with Pumpkin. And then after I was done, like, with my little speech, they were all like... Um, yeah, so we got some requests to see Pumpkin. Um, <sighs> is that possible? And I was like, oh, uh, okay. So then I like ran to the other room and I grabbed her and I like showed her in front of the camera. And so she was really the star of my graduation, <sighs> not me. But everyone loved her. She's such a big hit. And then my professor put, because it was on Zoom, mm-hmm. and so he put in the chat, follow her on Instagram, Ooh. referring to my cat. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Oh, fucking
1: love it. Yeah. Love that she's getting like, all wow. the
0: promos. For real, though. So, yeah.
1: And she's, she also made an appearance um, when I defended my project, because I did it at your apartment, because <laughs> right. I was
0: moving. <laughs> and I didn't have anything God, set she's, up. She just always needs to be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. She's such a spotlight stealer.
1: Princess Pumpkin Marie,
0: if you want to follow. <laughs> okay, so... Um, this past uh, week, Ozzy and I went to Wyoming to go to Yellowstone. Oh, yeah. The Grand yeah. And whatever. Yeah, it was super nice. We got to see a bunch of wildlife. Like, there wasn't that many people because it, it was still pretty cold. It was probably in, like, the 50s to 60s the whole time. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of people weren't really there. And the people that did go there, they just, like, went out to the observation points and then, like, got back in their car and, like, drove away. And so we did a little bit more hiking than that. And so it was pretty nice. But, Something that happened, i am so scarred by. So, uh, we were, like, there was one day where we were, like, traveling all day, um, and we finally got back to the hotel room, and Oz is, like, I have to use the bathroom bad. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And so, he's in there for a while, and comes back, and he's, like, yeah. And I was, like, "What, what happened? You good? He's, like, yeah. So, I, um... I clogged the toilet and there's no plunger. <laughs> and it was like that is disgusting. And he's like, "Yeah, like I tried to flush it a couple times and it's like it's like on the brink of like overflow." And so he gets a, and so then he like starts walking out the door. I was like, "Wait, where are you going?" He's like, "I have to go ask the management for a plunger." I was like that is the most embarrassing thing. I'm sorry I can't accompany you. <laughs> you go do that. Like, I'll stay in here. Oh, but man, he he went and he did I don't know how the whole event transpired, but he got a plunger oh. and somehow he kept his um his dignity doing that. I was like I would have just checked out of the motel. Like I couldn't I couldn't handle that. Um but yeah, so that's really the only <laughs> like this is a stupid ass story but i just thought that you might think it's funny i I did think it was funny (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. okay
1: yeah because i mean bathroom stories i've you know i got like a million of those
0: always have a million i fucking love bathroom (laughs) stories i remember the one time that i um i hung out with drew and like I think I told you this story before, and, like, it was a similar event where he went to the bathroom and took a while and came back. He's like, yeah, so I clogged my toilet, and I tried to use my plunger, and it just disintegrated in my toilet, so now we <laughs> have to go to the store <laughs> and get a plunger. <laughs> i was like, oh, oh my Christ. God. So, yeah, I've, I just... Fart and poop stories are just always fucking hilarious. <laughs> as long as they're not happening to me. Exactly. Although, you know how I always... Like, I always walk into people using the restroom.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I'm very familiar with, with those happenings.
0: I got walked in on, Aaron.
1: <gasps> <laughs> ooh, were you doing a one or a
0: two? I was doing a one, and it was in a porta potty. And I swear to God, I locked the door, but I was like, uh, I guess I didn't. And this guy walks in, and he was like, so fucking embarrassed. He was like, ooh, no! He just like turns around and walks out, and like I was at the the point where I was like already pulling my pants up, so he like didn't see me like on the toilet. Oh. But um, yeah, so it wasn't that bad. I was like, oh, bro, you just come on, I'm I'm practically done. Just wait another two seconds. Yeah, yeah, and then like he um, I saw like as I was um, getting out, I saw that he practically he uh he changed his mind and started waiting in line for the other porta potty i was like hey you're fine this one's open and he stayed in line and he didn't say anything else to me i was like oh so he was more ashamed than i was but i was like i get that i've been there <laughs> yeah you've been there you've had enough like of, sh- of that shame to really carry you yeah you're good exactly exactly so i tried to reassure him that it was okay but he was just he was so appalled <laughs> oh fuck that's great oh, oh. yeah yeah. yeah. So, tell me about your uh, your parents visiting. How'd that go? How'd oh that my unravel? God.
1: Um, it was pretty good. Um, I mean, it was their first time meeting Anna, so that mm-hmm. was an experience, and. I mean, it was just my mom and my stepdad and they couldn't stay in my apartment because I got rid of my guest bed. (laughs) So they had to stay in a hotel. It was great. It was perfect. Perfect. Um, Yeah. And before my mom even came, she's like, we're not going to spend every second with you. So don't worry. I'm like, I know. Thank (laughs) you. (laughs) My mom understands my my thing with people. Don't like it. Yes. Um, Yes. But uh, it turns out, that they're experimenting with edibles. Uh, this is a new thing they're getting into. It's it's legal in Michigan, so um they've been <laughs> oh. experimenting. They're going pretty pretty low dose, but the first night yes. when they came over, we were just gonna get dinner um like take out and have it in the apartment. And uh they they came over and I had known already that they were gonna be bringing edibles because my mom had slipped up on the phone before she came over. <gasps> um, oh, geez. yeah, and uh, so I had known ahead of time and I asked them like, so you know you're gonna you're gonna have some edibles with us or whatever and they're like, uh, we actually took some right before we came over. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeez. yeah, it was. Oh, God. It was pretty great. And we watched King of the Hill and hung out, and then we also um, went on um, the next day. We went to that Prairie Museum that's that's nearby, mm. um, and they have a Living History thing going on right now, where mm. there's people dressed up in costume and whatever. And um, it was actually not as exciting as as you'd think. No, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, damn it. it was pretty dead. There were like maybe five living history actors and they didn't really live the history so much. They just told us about what was going on and about the buildings and structures and shit. So, damn. yeah, it would have been a lot cooler to just walk around with nobody there, honestly. But Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They just kind of added to it, but not really. No. <laughs> they were just there and not engaging in any way. That kind of sucks, but hey, yeah. I mean, at least you... You got out and you did something.
1: I know. I did something. I was hoping it would be more of a story than what it actually turned yeah. out to be. But it was, uh, yeah, not so interesting. Um, yeah.
0: How um, how was your mom and your stepdad on edibles? Like, could you tell at all that they were, like, yes. acting any li- oh, different? Yeah.
1: You guys- My mom gets real giggly when she's on them. Just oh. really giggly. And it was so funny. Um, and Ty, uh, they drove, like, their they brought a brand new car recently like a 2021 or mm-hmm. 2020 or whatever and so they drove that out and ty offered to go pick up dinner in a town he's not familiar with he's never been here like this was his <laughs> oh. first time coming out here and he- i know the edibles had kicked in at some point yeah. so like i was like um do you want me to drive like do oh, like i i went with him because i didn't trust trust him um yeah uh but, yeah, it was a little bit of a Wait, harrowing experience. So you went... Oh, my God, I went with... And was your mom alone with yeah. Anna at the time? I know. I felt oh, geez. No, I felt so bad. But I was not expecting having to babysit my stepdad to pick up yeah. dinner. Um, and, I, and my mom wanted to, to stay, or he offered to go, and I was like, I, I can't let him go by himself, and he won't let me drive, yeah. so I need to go. And I felt so terrible for leaving Anna there. But, um, I mean... They just both sat on the couch quietly and watched King of the Hill until we got back.
0: <laughs> oh, <So. laughs> hey, they did. De- how long? How long did they have to like be alone together?
1: About a half hour, probably total. Okay, that's I mean, it, not that's not bad. Tw- yeah, twenty minutes to a half hour. It really wasn't bad. The place was right down the road. Um, it was right. some restaurant that we've never eaten here in uh, in town. So we tried it, and it's just like bar food. But I guess there was like a whole ass liquor yeah. store inside. So I'm gonna have to head oh, back. Hell yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah so but uh Sweet. yeah figure i mean i'm still alive i've survived this one
0: <laughs> now is not the time my man but i'm gonna see you soon all right so let's introduce ourselves yeah. um so i'm jesse
1: and i'm aaron and we're the cage queens just haul ass All right,
0: so this week we are talking about Kiss of Death, which was released in 1995. And pretty much what it is about is this ex-con who used to be kind of involved in some, like, I guess, gang activity related to... Or not gang activity, more of mob activity related to um, selling cars... Illegally stealing cars and then selling them, and um, he pretty much gets forced to come back into the game. And he has a wife and a child at that point, and he's kind of very, you know, not wanting to be involved at that point. But he gets lured in and um, gets into some trouble with the law because he is one of the sole people that gets caught. And um, he is kind of convinced to work with the police to help take down the leader of the, um, I guess, crimes that are happening. And the leader of the crimes is Nicolas Cage, who plays little Junior Brown. Um, And so he's kind of the bad guy, again, in this film. And we just kind of see that whole... Thing unfold but yeah the main good guy is um what's his what's his his name in the movie is uh jimmy Kilmartin. martin yeah and what's his name in real life
1: david caruso
0: best known yeah. for i think
1: what's one of the csi shows Oh. He takes off his, or puts on his sunglasses at the beginning of every intro. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because we like did that. talk
0: about how yeah, that's,
1: I, that's a it, meme and that's how we know that's a thing. Uh-huh. He has a one-liner um, and he puts his sunglasses on. I think it's Miami.
0: Yeah. And um, one of the lead, uh, I guess, detectives in the police side of things is Samuel L. Jackson. So Samuel L. Jackson and Nick Cage get to work together on a, another one. On. Barely, um, yeah. I don't it, even think they're on screen
1: together. Like I know, I don't think
0: they ever interact, <laughs> but hey, they're in another film together. And when I was looking on IMDb, um, it's like, hey, watch more like this. And the more like this was Amos and Andrew, which was a Nick Cage and Samuel L. Jackson film. And I was like, this isn't like this at all, but no, right. but right. yeah, this movie, have you ever seen, um, the transporter i'm gonna guess your answer is no you would be
1: correct
0: (laughs) (laughs) the only reason why i've watched transporters because you know that aussie's into cars and that was kind of like a car movie so i've seen that before and transporter is kind of like the main movie where people steal cars and they are doing it illegally for like a business you know thing where they Mm -hmm. get a lot of money and so this again felt like more one of of those like knockoff type deals kind of like you know that one uh, movie was like a knockoff to top gun yeah what was that one called firebirds Uh, yeah yeah. so another another knockoff we have here but (laughs) i guess we can get into some of the details of what this was like because it was it was not fun to watch is another one of those like just you're sitting and waiting for something to happen. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> checking the time of when it's going to be done. Yeah.
1: Again, this was one of those movies where I paid more attention. Like, I treated it as, like, when I was watching it, like, as a Nick Cage movie where everything else wasn't important and all the parts that Nick yes. was in was, like, the best. Mm-hmm. It was, honestly, yeah. the better part of the movie, anyways.
0: Exactly. Yeah, because Nick, Nick's character was... His character is pretty funny. Like he had that was definitely him. the most entertaining part of this movie is whenever Nick got some screen time, you're like, all right, now mm-hmm. I'm engaged. But yeah, every time apart from him, I was like, uh, let's let's get a move on here. Yeah.
1: Hey, what's the what?
0: So Mick's first
1: appearance is like eight minutes just a little after eight minutes into the movie, because uh when, when Jimmy goes to help his cousin, uh, with this car thing that he doesn't want to do that, that he's kind of dragged into. Um his cousin says that uh he's afraid that little Junior Brown, aka Nick Cage is going to kill him. And so um it's af- right after this when Jimmy agrees to to help his cousin. What was his cousin's name?
0: Uh his cousin name was Ronnie. Ronnie, right, right, right.
1: Oh my god, it was so fucking annoying. But um in gross. Ugh. So, yeah, yeah, Ronnie's, like, a little bitch, and he can't do (laughs) his his damn job, apparently. And he had, I guess, had hired somebody to drive, you know, he had to find people to drive these semis, and one of the dudes is drunk, so he can't drive. And so that's why he needs uh, Jimmy to help out. So Jimmy goes and meets with all these dudes, um, and Nick is buff as fuck! like yeah buff like the buffest we've seen him so far anyways
0: yeah i i literally read in some of the trivia that nick had to like bulk up for this role didn't explain why like why he (laughs) decided this role was the role that he needed to look beefy in but he just looked very thick like his head looked small (laughs) because Mm -hmm. his, his the rest of his body was so like Massive.
1: (laughs) I think you know. Well, I mean, he has to be like a tough dude, so yeah, um, yeah, like yeah, makes makes sense. uh, Mm -hmm. That he'd he'd want to beef up for the role.
0: (laughs) I just it just seemed a little yeah. It was. I felt like his normal physique would have been fine, but like yeah, he this was definitely you could tell that he was extra tough.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and so he's really beefed out and he wears like white all the time. He's wearing like yeah. a white tracksuit or a white wife beater or whatever. He's always wearing white and he's also asthmatic. And so one of the first things we actually do uh, see him do is hit an inhaler, which kind of doesn't make <laughs> him seem as tough as he's supposed to be.
0: Yeah.
1: But like he he really brings it back when he literally throws the drunk guy out of the cab of the semi that um, that the dude was supposed to drive like literally just throws him across the fucking parking lot uh, <laughs> yeah. and just wrecks his shit. Um, but uh, Jimmy agrees to to drive, and because they're so behind schedule, they're Nick's making them all go in a like a convey or a convoy or whatever um, to to the drop point because they have to get these cars on a boat, and they're so behind schedule uh, that they all drive, you know, nose to, to ass and they go through the middle of town and draw attention. Um and the cops end up catching them. So Nick isn't there. He doesn't drive, right? So they don't know that he's part I don't, of the Yeah.
0: Yeah, the I shit don't think so. Going
1: down. I yeah. can't remember exactly if he drove or not, but there's an altercation. Samuel L. Jackson shows up, um Because he's a cop. And Mm. uh, the drunk guy wakes up in the passenger seat, because Jimmy brought him back with him. Because he didn't want to leave him in the parking lot or wherever the fuck. The drunk guy wakes up and shoots at Samuel L. Jackson and hits him right under the eye. And so he's super pissed forever. And Jimmy (laughs) goes to jail again, which pisses Bev off his wife. Um and she has to, like, now figure out how to live and work without Jimmy, and Ronnie has to give them, like, um, a weekly stipend or allowance or whatever. Yeah. Like, he's been instructed yeah. to give them some sort of allowance so so mm-hmm. Bev can continue to take care of the baby while Jimmy's in jail, taking the rap for everybody.
0: Yes, and then he also offers her to come work at the shop with all of them to, mm-hmm. you know, make a little bit extra on the side. Um, and then, I don't remember why it switched this scene, but literally the next scene that I have in my notes, which was my favorite scene, was when we were just... um. So, Nick Cage, his kind of, like, home base is at this strip club called, like, The Baby Case, and, like, every time that we see Nick Cage, like, he's literally at the strip club. Like, this is just where, I guess, they do business. And so, like, one of the scenes that we see him in early on is he, like, I maybe it's his girlfriend, maybe it's just a stripper, I don't know, but he's just, like, bench-pressing this <laughs> this woman. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's, like, counting how many times that he's doing it. And then his dad is, like, off, like, you know, kind of in a little bit further back in, and he's, like, Asking his dad, like, hey, dad, you see this? Song? I'm going to try to hit 40. And his dad is, like, cool. Like, he's just kind of acts like this little kid that's trying to impress his dad mm-hmm. by bench pressing a stripper. It's, like, so obscure. But it was just pretty funny because, you know, that's what Nick does best is obscure. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, I don't know why it switched to that that point i just know that that was one of the good scenes and i was like i'm engaged again (laughs) yeah it's because this is like yeah so bev is working at the garage
1: at this point um Mm -hmm. like right before that scene she's working at the garage and Uh, she sees oh yeah she sees ronnie get violent with somebody who tries to sell him um a stolen car and i guess she and jimmy were or are both recovering alcoholics, so Ronnie tries to give her alcohol at the shop, and she mm-hmm. refuses. But after seeing that altercation, it it kind of hits her, and she yeah drinks the beer. She starts drinking, and Ronnie says he'll drive her home, and mm-hmm. that's when they, they stop, a, stop. They make yeah. a stop at the the strip club, and she goes to the bar and just Yeah keeps she gets drinking. another
0: drink there mm-hmm. and then Ronnie ends up taking Bev, Jimmy's wife home but like it doesn't like show them doing anything it just shows her like waking up on his couch the next morning mm-hmm. and like you know her freaking out like oh no like cause they have a kid and then you know the kid had to like be with the babysitter all night and so she's like oh shit like what have I done like I mm-hmm. messed up I gotta go back home and then so she's driving home and then all of a sudden she gets hit by a semi truck and her car and fucking dies. And I was like that was very random and sudden. Like I did not see that coming. I was not expecting that, but no, I don't I wasn't know if it either. was just cuz she was like, you know, in a panic because she couldn't believe mm-hmm. that. Like she stayed the night there or if she was just like, you know, still feeling like drunk from the night before or why that happened, but it happened, didn't it? Yeah. I think yeah.
1: she was just in shock from waking up where she was, not knowing how she got there and trying to get out as quick as she could and not paying attention. Because, I mean, as she's backing out, yeah. she's not looking. She's not turning her head. She just backs out, misses a car that's coming at her, honks at her, and then mm-hmm. she goes to throw it and drive and gets hit head-on by a semi. So, yeah. like... Yeah, Yeah. I was not expecting her to fucking
0: die. Oh, yeah. Got rid of her real quick. Yeah. Um, And then pretty much, so Jimmy was in jail. And then obviously he has to get told that his wife dies. And then he finds out from the babysitter that, you know, she never came home that night. And turns out it was um, that she was at Ronnie's house, his cousin. And so then, um, you know, he, I think he kind of, assumed that they had an affair or something and so mm. what he yeah. did was like anyway whatever he thought he thought it was ronnie's fault and mm-hmm. um well because ronnie like,
1: lies to him right there saying that yeah, she, yeah, she went to work she or whatever wasn't yeah. there
0: yeah exactly yeah. so that obviously makes him look like a very suspicious when he's not telling the truth but mm-hmm. so then um jimmy goes and he like kind of snitches in a way that makes it seem like Ronnie was a snitch. So mm-hmm. then Nick Nick makes sure he takes care of that real quick and he pretty much just like kills Ronnie by punching him to death.
1: Oh <laughs> man, that scene was I really enjoy. It's not my favorite Nick scene from this yeah. movie, but it's it's up there. It was one of my favorites where yeah. he brings <laughs> he brings his brand new boombox to the to the yard and <laughs> all his dudes Put on ponchos and they get Ronnie to come into the office and Nick turns on, jump around and they just beat the fuck out of him. Oh man, it was really satisfying <laughs> was to me.
0: Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Nick is like quoting the song and like, mm-hmm. what does this like mean to you and all this kind of stuff. And then yeah, he just kind of takes it and runs with it. And yeah, he's he kills uh, Ronnie. Yeah, um, it was great. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, and then there's something that happens with Samuel Jackson and Jimmy, where Samuel is, or yeah, he doesn't really, he doesn't like Jimmy
1: because, he blames like, you know, Jimmy. He,
0: yeah, he blames Jimmy because, you know, Samuel got shot in the face, and because of it, he kind of has all of these, uh, all of these like ailments that like his eye is always running, like he can't see as well, mm. like all these kind of things, and he kind of blames Jimmy. But I was kind of thinking like, you know, Jimmy actually prevented it from being a lot worse because jimmy put his hand in front of the bullet and mm-hmm. the bullet went through jimmy before it went through samuel so if he didn't do that samuel probably would have got fucked a lot worse but so i was kind of wondering why samuel was beating up on jimmy i was like you know bro he kind of he kind of helped you out but i can see like he's also part of this which makes sense why you're mad but yeah yeah
1: well, you know, I know, in this case, Samuel Jack- uh, wow. Samuel L. Jackson is a cop <laughs> and Jimmy mm. is a criminal. So, yeah, so it's Jimmy's, it's going to be Jimmy's fault until, I mean, until he he gets to know Jimmy, <laughs> I guess, until he really gets to know <laughs> he Jimmy. He likes
0: making friends, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> all about making friends. Yeah. But, so, um, one of the conditions to uh, Jimmy giving up all this information is that he gets one day uh, to see his daughter, who is still, like, a toddler. She's pretty young. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he gets that. Uh, he doesn't want to be released because he doesn't want to be made out as the snitch because it was his idea for, you know, Ronnie to be the snitch. Yep. And um, so he gets his day with his his daughter, who has been staying with um, the babysitter, who is actually Bev's sister.
0: She wasn't.
1: Which... Oh, I didn't know that. I know it. Yeah, I. um, It took me a minute. I'm pretty sure because, like, I had to like think about the relationship and the way that Bev and Rosie were talking to each other, and Rosie's the sister, the babysitter, um, Mm -hmm. from the beginning, and um, and I believe that it was. Like, her, they had the same mom, or whatever. Yeah, like the, yeah, the I remember
0: mom. the mom being the connection, because I was wondering mm-hmm. how that mom was connected to the babysitter and why she was always with the babysitter. I was like, I mm-hmm. don't get that, but that makes sense that they're sisters. <laughs> uh-huh,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm, like, positive that they were sisters. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, what, Jimmy ends up spending three years in prison, but he gets to keep his relationship with his daughter because Rosie brings her to see him all the time. And so, mm-hmm. like, he at least gets to know his daughter, Karina. Is that her name? No. God,
0: I'm impressed that you wrote that down, because I, I didn't. I was like, I, I just kept referring it to as the baby. Like,
1: <laughs> I know. I'll, I started doing that, but then it got
0: significant later, so, like, yeah. I did kind of to remember her um, name.
1: Um, yes, I, but,
0: I do like the later part. I'm excited to talk about that, but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he's supposed to get out, like, really soon, and um, the DA, who is played by Stanley Tucci, um, Samuel L. Jackson, and some other cop, uh, mm-hmm. they they approach Jimmy before he gets out, and they're like, we want you to help us get Nick Cage. Like, We want you to work for us. Um, otherwise, we're not going to get you out of here. So, he agrees to do it um, when he gets out, and... Uh, we find out that um, also uh, Nick Cage's dad, Big Jr., is in the hospital and he's not doing so hot. Uh, and we find out that he actually dies in the hospital. And only but goodie.
0: So, the whole reason why Nick has an inhaler is because he has some kind of like genetic lung disease that is like kind of. Happens throughout his whole life and kind of decreases the capacity of his lungs, and that's what his father died of. And so, um, Nick, like when Jimmy, like, you know, gets back out into the streets and starts like working on his task, he goes to the strip club and um, he sees Nick, and Nick kind of approaches him and starts talking about his dad's like death, I guess, because I think his <laughs> dad died, and then um, and then he's like, Yeah, hey, yeah, your wife just died too, right? And so, I guess they were just kind of like bonding over death for a little bit and oh, yeah. that's how they like got connected um
1: mm-hmm. oh in the in the car when our yeah I think they're in the car and they're talking to each other this like in the when they're like getting real sympathetic with each other in the scene mm-hmm. you were just talking about um it was right before that they got into a whole bunch of shit with um this other guy and and Jimmy threw his wire out the window and so he oh, yeah. and he got patted down twice um, after throwing out his wire. So like Nick really trusts him at this point. He doesn't you know right um, think that he's up to any shit. And one of my favorite um, parts is when they're getting sympathetic and uh, <laughs> Jimmy is telling Nick like whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger and Nick had never heard it before. Like uh, yeah. never fucking heard it before in his life. And he's like, Huh, I like that. <laughs> like it became yeah. like his new new thing to live by. And I just right. fucking love how he had never heard it before and he's like, Huh,
0: yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Like- Like, Jimmy was the one that invented that saying. Like, he was like, wow, that is something else. (laughs) He's like, come on, man. Whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Whatever don't kill you. I like that. But, I don't know, eventually, they were like, they went off in the car together because they were gonna go do some hood rat shit of them you know stealing cars and selling the stolen cars and shit and so they were kind of like having conversation in the cars uh, while they were driving there and so Nick was like he started talking on some bullshit about how, like, he's like, you know what an acronym is? <laughs> he was like, <laughs> it's like, what? where is he going with this? And he's, then he started describing himself as bad. And mm-hmm. that was his acronym. And that stood for balls, attitude, and direction. And so I guess that was Nick cage's acronym that you know he kind of lived by and thought was kind of a description of himself in the way that he lived his life and you know he's like asking jimmy like oh what's your acronym and jimmy gave him an acronym that didn't stand up to his nick standards he's like oh no that was that was too uh too sad because he his was like it was something stupid did you write it down it was like uh-huh
1: it's fucked at birth <laughs> so, oh yeah oh yeah his yeah. was yeah 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 um yeah the point of the acronym was to help like visualize your dream self or something like that like (laughs) to give yourself more power or whatever um yeah so so i'm assuming you're gonna ask what my acronym would be
0: (laughs) yeah because i was gonna ask you (laughs)
1: <laughs> I didn't, no, I didn't think of one ahead of time. I didn't
0: think of one, but as I was thinking about this, I was like, oh shit, you know what? We're going to have to have acronyms now because this I is know. just how we live our lives. But, oh man. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Man. <laughs> I tried thinking about what it would be Ugh. I, thought, I thought of a stupid one But it doesn't actually say anything As an acronym itself And so it's okay. like Did you think of anything?
1: Um, I kept trying to like Well I was trying <laughs> I was trying to think of something like Nyx Something that would be empowering But all I could come yes. up with were things that were more like Jimmy <laughs> like, Me too! Um,
0: <laughs> like just lame and Yeah um, <laughs> Depressing Yeah Tired. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, We d- both of us knew this was coming, so we both have, should have thought about this ahead of time. It's
1: true. We both should have, knowing that we were going to ask each other about this. Or
0: assuming that we it- were going to be talking all- about it. <laughs> oh, no. Fuck. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, trying to look up three-letter words, like... ah. What's... lame,
1: irritable, and tired. Lit. <laughs>
0: Love it. That one's good. Um my acronym is going to be cat. It's going to be careless, attitude, terrible. <laughs> so we are definitely Jimmy's in oh, the way yeah. that we direct our lives.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're really just here to get through it, aren't we? You know,
0: not to fuck shit up. (laughs) We really are. No good. Too negative. Mm. Man. So, one of the things
1: that Jimmy... Because Jimmy agreed to help ensnare Nick um, when he got out of prison... But when he goes to actually do the damn thing, he finds out that they want him to get this other guy, Omar, before they get Nick. Because this guy, Omar, also in the biz, is um, somebody they want to take down because they think it'll help them get closer to Nick. And so, um, like, Omar is who Nick brings Jimmy to meet after they have a good, like, heart-to-heart. And Mm -hmm. uh, Omar... Uh, He says he's going to take, like, a bunch of the cars that Nick has. And he says he's not going to take the Ford Explorer because it's red. And red is his bad luck color. And so, um, Nick gives the red car to Jimmy. Uh, so, like, I don't know how the fuck he can just give away cars like that. I mean, he did steal them, so I guess whatever. Um, but also at this point, just... Throwing it out there that Jimmy married his what ex oh, his yeah. dead wife's sister, yeah, um, that's kind
0: of fucked up
1: <laughs> when he got out of prison. So he tells her that he's undercover and whatever, and so she knows now about all his shit. Uh, but Jimmy leaves to go back uh, to to get Nick to ensnare Nick, and he's wearing a wire this time, and Nick takes him from the strip club to um to well he doesn't know where he's going he thinks Mm -hmm. he's in trouble though uh he's the whole time he always is thinking that nick is on his shit and he should very well be cautious about that considering all the shit he's getting into and nick takes him to like an empty parking lot and there's omar sitting um back there and he's like Yeah, so why don't you go to the passenger side and ask Omar if he wants a Rolls Royce in red, and Jimmy's like, man, don't make me do that, because he knows already that Omar doesn't like red. He's like, this is a lose-lose situation, why are you making me do it? And Nick's like, "Now you gotta fucking do it, because Nick's the tough guy. And so Jimmy goes up to the passenger window, and he starts to get his shit out, and uh, Omar turns his head, and... Nick blows his fucking brains out. <laughs> like, right there. And it just, like, explodes all over Jimmy. And Jimmy's, like, freaking the fuck out because he didn't yeah. see it coming. I didn't see it coming. I didn't
0: see it coming. I was like, why did Nick just do that? Like, who is this guy? Why doesn't Nick trust him? And then mm-hmm. it turns out Omar was a federal agent. Yeah. And oh, Nick man, knew that somehow. Yeah. I was like, whoa, was not expecting that. And Nick just has this kind of, like, a sixth sense for that kind of stuff i guess Mm -hmm. because he knew that omar was kind of this bad energy and then there was this whole like beef between the like state police and the federal police because omar was on the state police's like list they're like yeah we need this guy and they had no idea that that guy has been like over undercover for like years and they're like hey why didn't Mm -hmm. you get like why didn't you let us know about this? Like now your guy is dead because like we had no idea and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nick gets arrested at his club,
1: and he goes to jail. And then in this whole beef between the state and the federal um people, the federals want to take the case on because Nick killed a federal agent, but Nick's lawyer is real sly because he's a he's a yeah. crime lawyer. You know he's he's yeah. in on the shit. Uh. He gets it so the feds have to turn over all this information that would reveal other undercover agents in the field or Mm -hmm. the case gets dropped. Like, if they don't want to turn over that information, then they drop their case against Nick and he goes free. And so because the feds don't want to show their hand, Nick gets let out. And Mm -hmm. Jimmy and his family um, of Rosie and his daughter, uh, Karina, they're getting moved around in kind of like a witness protection kind of deal. And this is when he (laughs) bonds with with, with SLJ or Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, they... (laughs) They get to know each other real well, and I guess
0: Samuel L. Jackson has a daughter, and
1: he's like, Oh, I'll bring my daughter to come hang out Uh, here with your daughter. And they're like, Oh, Samuel's just
0: trying to make friends. Like, man, Mm -hmm. he just always makes friends in the end. (laughs) What's wrong with you? But the funny thing is um jimmy's daughter so something (laughs) happens a funny thing this is it was so hilarious because i didn't see it coming i was like this is the stupidest fucking thing that could have happened so um jimmy's daughter goes missing and you know Mm -hmm. this is after you know nick has been released and they're looking all over for her and they're just kind of like running throughout the woods like saying oh no where she, could she be something happened and then she's like in the middle of the woods playing and she turns around and there's literally like red sharpie across her forehead with the acronym B.A.D. and I fucking lost it I was like that is so stupid oh my god yeah. i was. so so like what is this shit
1: (laughs) and yeah it's like his calling card or whatever (laughs) and then so like Uh obviously that shakes everybody up so jimmy decides he's gonna leave and go sort this out on his own and um leaves his daughter and wife with the grandma and he goes off on his own, buys a gun, and, like, goes back to his old house, where there's that B-A-D painted on the door again. Yeah, we start seeing and, this
0: acronym everywhere. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, it, all of a sudden, at the very end, of course. Yes. But, uh, yeah. it would have been nice if they had it somewhere in the beginning to tie it exactly. in, like, so it would be more revealing when Nick was like, yeah, yeah my acronym's B-A-D. But, exactly. of course, it, that doesn't it happen. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but jimmy's at his old place um and he's got his gun he i don't know what the fuck his plan is but samuel l jackson shows up and takes the gun from him and um they have a moment but jimmy keeps going like he just can't stop so he Mm -hmm. um ends up at the strip club or he, yeah right before he goes into the strip club samuel jackson was supposed to meet him somewhere else and he's like yeah so i'm not gonna do that how long's it gonna take you to get to the strip club where i'm about to fuck shit up and yeah. uh samuel jackson's like it was gonna take me 20 minutes to get there and he's like all right you got 20 minutes and uh jimmy pulls his gun at the club on nick cage like he just goes in and just starts throwing down and like I don't know. It was hard to keep up with how much yeah. fighting they were doing.
0: All I could like, keep Nick up starts... with was Nick was having, like, an asthma attack throughout. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was, he, like, he was
1: <laughs> in the middle of choking Jimmy out on the bar. He's also having an asthma attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, there's... Yeah, a whole bunch of shit. Like, Jimmy lost his gun, like, pretty early on, but he gets his gun back, and Nick gets his inhaler, and hits it, and attacks Jimmy, and- (laughs) That's when he gets his
0: strength back.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it really did kind of, like, reinvigorate him, and he (laughs) just, like, pounded Jimmy to the ground. And, like, people are freaking out and running all over, and Samuel L. Jackson finally shows up, even though he, like, ran into a traffic jam on the highway. And, um- he gets in right in the middle of it just in time for Nick to punch him in the face. So then he gets to arrest him because he punched an officer or whatever. Uh, That's what they get him on. (laughs) Like they don't get him on all the other shit that he did, Exactly. but um, yeah, they uh, were able to catch him for that, I guess.
0: Yeah. And then later at at the very end, we find out that Jimmy was like, He was wearing a wire this whole time, so, like, Nick kind of confessed when they were having their altercations to, you know, some of the shit that they did, and then the DA also confessed for, like, kind of doing some of these shady deals to let Nick out of prison, and so, like, you know, Jimmy got his leverage that way, because he got everything on tape, and then after that, the movie just kind of ended, and I guess Jimmy was the good guy, and he won.
1: Sort of. Um, I mean, it's not really resolved because, like, Stanley She's like, you know, you're gonna have to come back and, like, deal with this shit. And he's like, nah, I'm just not going to. Uh, and yeah. he gets in the car with his family and leaves. And yeah. It's like, That's it's credit, not quite credit how credit it works. start rolling. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
0: But this movie, I mean, it it was definitely, it just felt like death the whole time. <laughs> like, there's no kiss of death. It was just ultimate death because... Mm-hmm. It was stupid, but hey, what movie haven't we said that about so far? Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe the commandments come top. Yeah, yeah. yeah the the, the top. Range, totally but screwed, yeah, yeah. yeah, this one. I guess speaking of ranking, let's. I got my I got the list pulled up, so let's go ahead and see where we rank this bad boy. All right, let's both get a spot in mind
1: relatively and see if okay. we're kind of similar. Sounds good. I think I would put it, worried right about that. Oh, I see your, I see your,
0: <laughs> on Google Sheets, I see your person and where you're putting it. I was like, oh no. I see your box. <laughs> That's below mine. Damn, yeah. you're putting it
1: below Firebirds? Yeah, I wasn't sure about that. Yeah.
0: I guess I'm, I mean, like, I'm putting it, in it too high.
1: mmm <laughs> Well, Nick... Okay, let's let's look at it based on Nick's performance. Okay. Um, I definitely could see it going right around the Cotton Club. Yeah. Like, above the Cotton Club, even. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Below... Yeah, maybe below Peggy Sue got married, because just mm-hmm. his accent in that one was so funny. Um, never on a Tuesday. I don't even know why that's so high. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it deserves to go above that Just solely based on Nick's performance But I don't know if we were ranking these just based on Nick's performance in the past So, yeah. um, maybe that's I was that's gonna say, our, so ranking, our ranking Our ranking of has kind of changed Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we're not consistent <laughs>
1: No, never but have hey. been, never will be
0: Yep, exactly So, um, should we put it above the Cotton Club?
1: Yes, I think okay. so Alright Alright our next movie is leaving las vegas which came out in 1995 um and in this one our main boy is nick for fucking like finally i mean like he needs to be main again Uh, and he plays ben sanderson uh, so, the little bit here is Ben Sanderson, a Hollywood screenwriter who lost everything because of his alcoholism, arrives in Las Vegas to drink himself to death. There, he meets and forms an uneasy friendship and non-interference pact with prostitute Sarah. So, like I said, Nick's the main boy, Ben Sanderson. Um, and
0: then, like...
1: How is it I didn't described really recognize oh Anyone else. yeah you're right the main the um, main
0: girl is the girl that um played um the love interest in karate kid <laughs> <laughs> i don't know okay, if okay. that means anything to you but <laughs> not really no <laughs> that's but the only you know thing i, I realized what
1: oh okay imdb the formats changed like a shitload
0: yeah um, i know it took i'm me a struggling while to... with
1: it <laughs> I know. I couldn't find what the the top like the um category was. So it's a drama yeah. romance. Um oh, it took okay, me a I minute to it find now. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's all this I don't Ew, like the layout. No.
0: Yeah, me neither. Cuz I can't tell
1: the- I can't tell who's top build. I mean like Exactly. How does this read?
0: Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. Got to take it up with this website.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but all right. Well, yeah. Um looking forward to it. This is the one that we started watching once, yeah. and we got probably about 45 minutes into it before we um, tapped out.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because this we, one's a long yeah. one. This one's like almost two hours, so it, <laughs> we needed yeah. to go to bed because we tired.
1: <laughs> Bedtime and also, 9pm. I, I remember it not being as funny as we thought it was going to be when we had started it.
0: Yeah, exactly, because this was a movie that he won his Oscar for, and so we're like, oh, we have Mm -hmm. to see this. But yeah, it was... Which,
1: knowing it's an Oscar-winning performance, we probably should have known it wasn't going to be a comedy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) We were We're... probably pretty lit at the
0: time, so... Yeah, exactly. There's nothing in our acronyms about main intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Uh, All right, well, I mean, The Kiss of Death was definitely bad, and not bad the acronym, but bad the adjective. Some funny people, my man.